the Cougars beat the Tennessee Volunteers in double overtime. Fun ending and a big win for BYU. That long play at the end that set up the field goal to go into overtime, that was a blown coverage. Man. It was? It's one of those deals where BYU takes advantage of beating a marquee name that has a crappy team. Sorry to say that for BYU fans who want to get all excited about the win, but I wouldn't get too revved up. This was a big win for BYU. I don't feel like it's necessary to downgrade it. I don't care that Tennessee's not going to win the SEC this year. It makes no difference to me. Something yeah. you should feel good about. It's a lousy P5 team. Nice for the Cougars. Just doesn't mean a whole bunch. Frank Dolce, what do you want to see from Tyler Huntley this weekend to get him ready for the upcoming Pac-12 season? Just another step forward in his progression. You can hardly argue with his completion percentage. That's really good. You know, if we're going to nitpick, you'd want his accuracy downfield to become even better. There were a few passes in the game last week that may not have been completed against different competition. And the margin for error as you continue to go forward after this week gets smaller and smaller. And so he's going to have to become better and better in things like timing and accuracy and making the right read. Jordan Moore, he does sidelines for the USC broadcast. JT Daniels felt like a crushing blow in the season opener. And then Keaton Slovis came in, a true freshman who many were surprised was even able to rise up the depth chart and get the backup spot. You hear the way Graham Harrell would talk about him. It was praise of the highest order. As talented as any quarterback I've ever seen kind of quotes. And you're like, whoa, he's saying this about somebody that everyone thought would be fourth on the depth chart. And then he went out there and just absolutely carved up Stanford, a team that USC's really had problems with for the last decade. It was just impressive to see an 18-year-old that officially made his first career start. Don't take anything for granted, right? Especially when you are really challenged the way the Utes will be this week against the Bengals. Really challenged. <laughs> Utes couldn't lose this game if they had to run backwards. The Utes could play with their eyes closed and win it. The Utes could play that game with each one of them with a 10-pound weight around their neck. They could play that game with the wrong shoe on each one of their feet and still win. The Utes could play that game and wear fedoras. Instead of helmets? <laughs> I don't know. There's just no way the Utes can lose that game. Tanner Mangum with us. How difficult is it for a quarterback who has never seen a whole lot of action to step in and do what this Slovis kid did against Stanford? It's pretty impressive what he did. You just never know. A lot of players can be really good in practice in high school. They can have a lot of good tape or potential. And for some reason or another, they don't pan out on Saturdays. But I think Keaton Slovis showed that he has that it factor. He's not phased by the big moment. I think Zach Wilson showed that last year as well. They have confidence. They know they can play with anyone. And I think Slovis is a prime example of that. And he's got to be feeling confident after what he did last week. And I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with this week and weeks to come. Is BYU's defensive secondary capable of shutting those receivers down? No. The defensive front has not shown the capability of pressuring a quarterback without some assistance. And then when you do that, it depletes the pass coverage even more. I think they're going to have to use that extra assistance. Hmm. And by extra assistance, of course, I mean find out where they're having team breakfast. <laughs> you know, get a lot of laxative. <laughs> I don't think they'll be able to guard those receivers for long. They're going to have to figure out a way to rattle the cage of the young guy. I wonder what Graham Harrell is thinking. First of all, you make sure you trust the staff who's serving the breakfast <laughs> and watch them like a hawk. So breakfast is the key. Breakfast is the key. Best Sports Radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This 
is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. All right. Well, welcome on in. It is the big show. 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, thank you very much for making us a part of your day. You know, it's a great job, by the way, by Austin on uh, on Sounds of the Week right there. But as Sounds of the Week come to a close and then Austin goes, uh-oh, this froze. Take it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's back oh, now. Oh, it's okay, back. Do you want to go ahead and do what you were going to do? No, we're I fine. think we it's, could just It's Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. Start. It is Friday and everyone's in a good mood on a Friday. Hope you're having a good Friday. Jake, I know you have a big smile on your face so things must be going well for you. And uh, if it's a tough day for you, then we hope we can somehow lighten it up a little bit. Sounds of the week brought to you by Diamond Airport parking, fantastic rates, free car washes, 24-7 shuttle services, detail, oil changes, and glass repair while you're away. Diamond Airport parking with the best rewards program in Utah. Only airport valet service in Utah. Park, ride, and save just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Diamond Airport parking. We are live today, Gordon, at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Come by and see us. Price is so low. It will blow your mind. We will talk to Tom coming up here and talk to him throughout the show. But uh, uh, Tom usually has something real special cooked up for our listeners, so a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah, well, there's always good deals. We Have we ever come here when there hasn't been some outrageous deal of some sort? Absolutely not. And, in fact, uh, uh, Kurt Thomas, our sales manager, his son, Taylor, is uh, currently talking to Tom right now about getting set up with a bed. Well, so we, we My daughter just bought. Yeah, my daughter just bought a sectional and a TV, and I mean, we're not kidding when we say when we tell you to come down here. We do it too. <laughs> Our family members do. Our friends do. Because it's, it's they're the best deals in town. I mean, it's just it. It really does sort of blow my mind yeah. that, that when you can get quality uh, merchandise uh, for uh, less money. Do it. You do uh, it. You do it, don't you? Sectional pretty nice. She's kidding? Yeah. 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 She's excited about it. And uh, they're getting close to opening their store down in Orem. We have to ask Tom what the latest on that is because I think uh, any day now. We've, or at least last time I saw Tom, he showed me pictures of it. And it's a big yes, store. Yes, it is. Uh, it's going to be full. So. Yep. Very, very exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, So come on by and see us. Not only are the prices great and take advantage of that, but, of course, we do have jazz gear to give away. So we'll hook you up with either a shirt or a hat. We've got one of those desk ornaments. But how about this, Gordon? We have three pair of tickets to give away to the Utah-Idaho State game. So we'll do a little enter to win to that. And we do have a pair of tickets as well to kiss so oh. you can enter to win that tickets to go see Kiss out at USANA Amphitheater. So we, there's many, many reasons to drop by and see us at the warehouse today. And and uh, I'm telling you right now, every time we come in here, I don't know where Austin gets this stuff from, but we're loaded up. Look, we and, are. And these are cool shirts and hats and and desk, uh, what do we call it, thingamabobs? Uh, ornaments. Yeah, it's a desk ornament. Uh, ornament? 
Ornament, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, we do have a busy day on the show. Jordan Pendleton is going to join us coming up at 4.30, the former Coug. And then we'll talk to another former Coug in the 5 o'clock hour, Hans Olsen, who's going to jump on and uh, share a little wisdom. It is a football weekend and uh, got at least uh, one, one really good game. The other one is just for fun. No, it counts. It counts, but it's still just for fun. How's it you just go? for fun? Because uh, we'll get into it. It's on the list. Uh, we'll get to just it. Just for fun is on the list? <laughs> A game against Idaho State. Wouldn't just for fun imply like like an exhibition of some sort? Uh, if you want to call it that. Well, this counts on their their schedule. It counts, but you can mark it down now. They still have to play. Yeah. Well, that's it. The fans can go out, enjoy the sunshine. And we'll give them free tickets. And, and, yeah, that's right. And uh, and uh, associate with whoever you're at the game with. Although, did did I hear this on DJ and PK that uh, I know they were talking about some of the empty seats at uh, Rice-Eccles during the, uh, during the uh, Northern Illinois game that Witt had brought up. They were talking yeah. about it because Whittingham had actually said something. Because I know a lot of fans <laughs> accused them of stirring the pot. And it's like, well, your coach brought it up. But yes, anyway, did. Did, did I really hear one excuse was that it was too hot? Wasn't it like 80 degrees last Saturday? Wasn't it just downright pleasant? Well, it was it was uh, it was uh, certainly pleasant in the press box. Uh, the the the, yeah, fans look like they were enjoying the. uh, the (laughs) Why do you have to remind everybody that you're watching it in the comfort of the press box? On a day like that, you don't have to be reminded. Like you said, which was your point. It's a beautiful day. I was just surprised that I heard, well, it was really hot. And it's like, wait, wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't 100 degrees. It was 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 like 80 degrees. That was fine. It's going to be fine tomorrow. But you love the excruciating heat. I do like it hot. Mm -hmm. Me and Marilyn Monroe like it. She liked it hot, too. We have Gordon's list coming up here momentarily. We have a, a good list today. Yeah, we do. Yeah. If I do say so, we have lots to discuss, and we'll we'll take the list, and we'll chuck it in the air like we're cooking dinner at Benahamas. Or what's that other place called, just to be fair? What other place? Tapanyaki or something? Okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, I love uh, – I'm a fan of that style of cuisine. Yeah, and then they chuck it in the air, and then they flip it uh, a, a piece of shrimp and see if you can catch it in your mouth like you're some sort of seal or something. It's a lot of fun. Are you any good at that? Catching stuff in my mouth uh-huh. like I were a seal? Yeah. Sure. No, really. Some people really struggle. It's bouncing off their forehead. It's bouncing off their I ear. I can catch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Come by and see us at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Is that a birdhouse over there? Where? Is Tom selling birdhouses? <laughs> what is that? It kind of does look like a birdhouse, actually, or a bird, like a bird feeder, right? <laughs> yeah, like out on your deck. Yeah, right. That season two years ago, <laughs> Scotty. If they had, that why do I smell dog food? We just made it. Up. Yeah, you did just just get distracted. <laughs> well, that did just happen. I looked over your shoulder, and there's a birdhouse there. Two of them. All right, three of them. Let's get to uh, let's get to it. All it's right. time for Gordon's list on a Friday. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon.
Qu'est-ce que vous aimez le plus de jouer pour Qu'est-ce que Qu'est-ce Qu'est-ce que Qu'est-ce que vous aimez Qu'est-ce le plus de jouer pour La plus de 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 Queen Snyder. How do you say it? Got some bad news, Gordon. Uh, we are giving away kiss tickets. Well, apparently an hour ago, and thanks to our boy Mick Foley on Twitter. Uh, for retweeting uh, Gene Simmons apparently uh, an hour ago says apologies to the fans at Salt Lake City we will come back and do the show at a later date truth is I have to fly to LA to do a medical procedure nothing serious but it must be taken care of now thank you for all your good wishes all is well Uh, what kind of medical procedure are you supposing Uh, like a tongue extension uh, I don't know but I think I think isn't he the one with the tongue I think Gene, yes, he is. I think Gene Simmons just Derek Fishered the Kiss fans of Salt Lake City. No, he said he'd come back. <laughs> he did say he'd come back. But so. is this the final tour uh, for, for them? Kiss? I don't, I don't know. But I, I read somewhere they had a final tour like 19 years ago or something. But, you know, maybe this is a final tour. And if they have to come back to Salt Lake City, does that suppose then that their last show ever could be right here in Salt Lake City? Oh, I don't know. That's that's a good question. Uh, I guess it depends on. Should we is. should we still give out the tickets? Maybe they'll honor the tickets at a. I think they will. So we should still give them out. I think so. Okay. We got them. We do have them. Yeah. We physically have them. So let's do it. All right. Uh, we're live at the warehouse. Time for Gordon's list. Brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Gordon, where do you want to start today? All right. Since you brought up the whole thing with the fans not being there, some of them leaving early. Uh, on my list down the down the way is uh, Nick Saban has been complaining about students leaving Bama games early, uh, and he's been complaining even like when they are ahead by fifty two points to New Mexico State, and students who live busy lives, I guess, have been leaving early, and this is problematic for Nick Saban, and he's been scolding them. And uh, so now, did you see this story? Alabama is now bribing its students to stay through into the fourth quarter. How are they bribing them? They are offering them premier premium seating at upcoming events like the, uh, this is kind of presumptuous on their part, but like to the uh, SEC championship game and also perhaps to, uh, say, playoff games. Okay. So they are bribing the students, and how do you how do you figure they track those students whether they're staying or not? The the students are being asked to download an app, and the app tracks them. All right. I, so the app can then track them if they leave the building early, then they disqualify themselves for the bonuses. Okay. So I I have there are two thoughts that really spring. <laughs> To the I top knew of you would mind. love this Two. since you're so into letting everybody know exactly where you are and when you're there and why. Well, then three things, because that's not even the direction I was going to go. <laughs> uh, uh, one, why on earth does Nick Saban care? Good question. I mean, what, what do you care? What does he, what he, does he, he care? Thinks, he thinks that if you want a national championship, then everyone has to sacrifice. And two... 
it, that guy, it, he absolutely wields the ultimate power in that uh, in that community. Like he makes some comment, and they're they're creating an app and bribing people because Nick Saban is bothered. A few people are leaving the game. <laughs> yes, that's yes. unbelievable. It is. That is ridiculous. When, he's like he's like uh, what we used to call him, Austin uh, King uh, Farquaad or whatever. <laughs> Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. If I mean, he, he thinks he's like the emperor of the world, and at least in Alabama. So if he complains about anything, does it immediately, like, like think about that for a second. I know. You know, I don't like the weather. So are they going to do research on how to immediately change the weather? Like, it's raining outside. I wish it weren't because I have football practice. Do they all of a sudden, <laughs> like, build some sort of giant fan? You know what it makes me? It makes me, uh, it makes me glad that Nick Saban didn't go into politics. Not sure I'd want that guy running, running things either. Because that's pretty amazing. You complain about that. I mean, you're blowing out a bad team and fans leave early. I mean, that that doesn't seem too ridiculous to me. They were ahead of New Mexico State, sixty-two to ten, and he's complaining about students leaving. Now, when Kyle Whittingham mentioned that the other day, you could tell he was bothered by the empty seats. I mean, why else would he bring it up? And he is the one who brought it up. I and honestly, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm not judging fans not wanting to go see Northern Illinois. Uh, Northern Illinois, don't go. But don't don't give me some excuse like it was too hot outside. I mean that. that well, whatever. Ridiculous. I mean, everyone's got their own but, reason. But I don't. I don't blame people who uh, think they can find something better to do than fight traffic and pay ridiculous concession prices and those sorts of things for a dog game. But oh. but those fans in Alabama did show up. They showed up and they were like, okay, well, I can go now because the this competition is, is, is not there. And, you know, maybe I've got some homework to do. I don't think it was but big of them to show up at all. I mean, against a team like that, come on. It's not even a competitive match. So they're creating an app and a bribe to get people to stay because it bothers Nick Saban? Apparently Doesn't that so. seem ludicrous to it anybody does. but me? No, it seems ludicrous to anybody. Should. Wow. Anyway. So I would have, tell you the truth, I would have no problem if University of Utah students decided they didn't want to show up at all tomorrow. I, I, I agree. Who said they have to go? And who said you're a lousy fan if you don't show up to watch a, watch a game that, that is not in question? I, I, I don't, I mean, this is, this is a money game. Idaho State's going to be paid a good amount of money to come down, get wiped off the field, and, and uh, for a coach, and I, and I don't know what Kyle thinks about this, particular, but he has brought it up in the past. It just seems absolutely like a power trip that coaches want to scold people for not, for not coming to a game. Or even worse, leaving at the end of a blowout, oh, yeah. leaving early. I against mean, an un, uninteresting you, you opponent. you got to understand, and you know this, Jake, coaches, coaches in general, let me say it in a general way, not necessarily specifically in every case, but in many, many cases, coaches are on power trips. It's like you know how Nick Saban is treated in Alabama, right? You know what happens when Nick Saban walks into a restaurant anywhere in Alabama? People buy him food? And genuflect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, to be honest, that kind of thinking can be dangerous, too. I mean, just think of what happened at Penn State with Joe Paterno. Absolute and he power the, corrupts absolutely. He was the most powerful guy on that uh, on that campus, and he was not wor- worthy of that power. And it had 
awful, unfortunate results. Are you uh, are you intoxicated by power? Would you be? Do you think? Do you think that would affect you if someone made you, uh, you know, king for the day or whatever? Do you think you would abuse that? Because some people are really driven by power. They want it in the worst way. Well, of course it would change you. Now, I don't know about a day. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, I don't know if it would corrupt you in just one day of absolute power. But, I mean, I if yeah, of course. I'm watching a, a Netflix show on the, the Romanovs and uh, how how how, I guess – interesting it would be to have that much control yeah. over so many people and if would you would you actually think about people or would you think about your yourself and your family i mean they, in that particular circumstance you look at they were living in these palaces that were just i mean meanwhile you know, the peasants were starving. busy working and right. doing whatever they did yeah and you wonder why there's a revolution yeah. you know and so it's I don't wonder why at all. I, I don't. I don't understand why that sort of thing doesn't happen more often back in the day. I mean, I, are there maybe there are countries out there who are ruled by dictators or whatnot? But if it's a, an unjust ruler, I mean, I understand why uh, the rank and file get a little fed up with that. You know, I'm not trying to uh, uh, disrupt uh, governance around the world or anything. I'm not calling for a revolution. But if you're going to have that kind of power. The way a monarchy would, or a monarch, and you are a, 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 along the lines of Caesar back in the Roman Empire. I mean, some of those guys were absolutely out of their minds. So I wonder if Nick Saban is. <laughs> I don't know. But but for him to just have a complaint and them to go to those, those sorts of lengths to... Yeah. To address his complaint yeah. just seems unbelievable silly. to me. All right, the game of the week around here, BYU-USC. Uh, for BYU to have a chance in that game, Jake, I think there are some fairly clear things that need to happen for them. Foremost among them, I don't know, I'm, let me not rank them in order, but one of them is that they have to come up with a pass rush. Mm-hmm. They have to. I think and so, we too. talked about this yesterday. They have struggled in this regard. If they could get a pass, that's why teams, that's why in the NFL, you have defensive ends that are so very highly valued. Because if they can be disruptive without committing extra resources to a blitz, uh, thereby uh, abandoning certain parts of the field that can be exploited with a quarterback that is knows where to take the ball, that is why you are so valuable. BYU has to get some pressure on this kid, Slovis, in order to confuse him or make him uncomfortable in some way. Because if they do what Stanford did, did he's going to he's going to do the same thing he did to them. He's going to sit back there and he's going to pick out these great receivers that USC has, and he's going to find them. He's going to throw it up there and let them go get it. And then BYU is going to be in trouble. So. That's another thing they have to do. Those defensive backs have to keep those receivers in front of them if they can. Well, that's that's kind of important. And then if they do make a catch, they have to be sure tacklers or those guys are off their races. It's a lot. Uh, it is a lot. <laughs> I don't think they can do all that. So It's going to be difficult for them. And then on the other side, you know, obviously Zach Wilson and Tyson Williams have to have to put up big numbers. Am I painting a picture that seems unlikely? The line was only four. Is this something that BYU? I I have talked to some people around the program who are quite worried about this game. Yeah, I get it.
I'm, I'm just laughing because you just mentioned like everything that, that you know <laughs> they have to that's all play they have to play good defense they have to you know stop the run they have to stop the pass they have to cover the receivers they have to uh, rush the quarterback they have to run the ball on offense they have to pass the ball on offense they have to block I mean you just list it off like everything they've got to do everything perfectly well, I've even list everything but you got to admit Putting pressure on that quarterback is is really important. It's very important. And then and then keeping the receivers under control because those guys are really really good. All right, we'll get to more of Gordon's list coming up right around the corner. But of course, we are hanging out at the warehouse, one of our very favorite places, nineteen sixty seven South, three hundred West. And Tom is with us. Jake, you doing all right, Tom? We're we're worried about you, man. I'm okay, he's got a sling on. I'm okay. I had a little fight with an elliptical machine and. Oof. Broke my wrist and ended up having a little bit of excitement this week. But other yeah, than that, no life good. is good. Take care of yourself. Are you in, are you in pain? I, I was, but I'm okay now. Oh, yeah? Did a little surgery on Tuesday. and So you're feeling a little better? Yeah, I, I got sick. Better. Anesthesia and Tom doesn't get along. No, not really, huh? Yeah, so oh. it is what it is. What's your plan hurt today? Yeah, you're here. You're 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 making it happen. I I opened the store today. I've got race down in Orem, and this is what what happens when you have a college football season getting ready to start. Every conference or every school has a media day. Right. Mm-hmm. This is our media day for Orem. Oh. And I'm telling you, I'm am so excited. I showed you a couple pictures. I'll show you, Gordon. It looks awesome. We've got huge there's no better sorry maybe that's not the most politically correct word to use this week (laughs) we've got a big new store opening in orem for those who have not heard it's on university parkway it's the old toys or us spot if you know where that is it's a big store it's huge it's almost double what we have here wow and we have a big warehouse yeah, you do. so what that means is wait, wait 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 i've seen the warehouse it's double this space including that warehouse it's almost double the whole space it's more than double the warehouse wow it's so huge. it's big and so what that means is i've gone out and i bought 30 plus truckloads and i've got deals and gordon i have deals every day but i've got deals and we talked about this once before that i've got deals better than i've ever had on multiple categories i've got stuff that is so insane now i've got some of the stuff here today if you're in need of some deals come and see us come and see us today come and see us tomorrow come and see us monday i have and i'm just going to point it to you i showed you the other day yeah this is as nice as it gets. Leather, power reclining furniture. Oh, I sat in it the other day. It's so nice. It's real Italian leather. This is an item that would sell for twenty five hundred to four thousand bucks. I bought, and what it is is it's a love seat with a console. So if you uh, need something for that family room, that's the very nicest. It's got. Power recline, but it also have Gordon power tilt for your head. That's cool. So you're laying down, but you want to watch TV. Push a button, brings your head up. You can see the TV to watch your favorite game. This is the ultimate man cave item. Yep. And instead of the big boys south of us, instead of the school down south here on Third West, 1967 South, there's a big store that's just south of us. 
They're 2900 bucks. the exact brand. How about we're going to do it? Grand opening, starting today in Salt Lake, as the media day for Orem. Eight hundred ninety nine bucks. Oh, oh man! And if if you're looking for the nicest, best stuff, that's it. I then have some microfiber love seats with consoles. They're normally you'll see them on sale seven ninety nine. I'm going to sell them at a recliner deal. So what's a great price for a recliner? Three ninety nine. All right. How about a double reclining so uh, sofa with a console? Put your remotes, put your drinks, the entire thing for three ninety nine. Oh wow! So those are just a couple of deals, and then I got I've got bedroom deals. I've never seen deals like this. I've got. How about we're going to do something crazy? We've done crazy things we before. Have. How about a California King bed? All right, with a mattress, and I'm talking. A Sealy Posturepedic Premium. Nice. They're $1,200 right there. And I'm pointing south of uh, 1967 South. Just the other side of 21st South, there's a store that sells Sealy Posturepedic. They're $1,299 for this exact mattress. Just I'm, the mattress. I'm going to give you a bed made by Fashion Bed. That bed sells everywhere for $499 to $599. I'm going to do the whole thing, including the mattress and the bed. For four ninety nine, wow! California King, unbelievable. If you are a student that lives in Utah County, Gordon has a daughter. We're going to deliver her. Um, we had a problem today, so I've got to reach out to Taylor. We're going to deliver her tomorrow morning. If you have a student down there that needs student bedding at student bedding prices, I'm going to have beds, the entire bed, with mattresses. Starting at a hundred and ninety-nine bucks. Mm. Boom, as they Boom. say. <laughs> All right, there's Tom. You know, you know uh, Jake, I'm starting to worry about Tom. I know. I'm, I'm a Have little you noticed too. every time we come here, it goes lower and it gets, lower. I this know. is like limbo. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I have a deal, I'm going to pass it on. We're also the oldest Ashley dealer, one of the oldest in the state of Utah, but I've got deals from Ashley. We're just going to blow Utah County's mind. We already do it here in Salt Lake where we guarantee, I don't care where you want to go shop, go shop, bring me the item number, I'll beat the price. 1967 South, 300 West, get down here. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. In-game promotions. You have one for BYU and USC. It's clear what they need to do, and you will agree completely. You take two guys, you put them on the hash marks, and you give them each one thing, and they see how far they can throw it. And that one thing is it's a, a shoe. shoe. <laughs> I'm in. I'd watch that. The place would go nuts. Would totally watch that. <laughs> they need to do this, and they need to do it Saturday. I completely agree. <laughs> 100%. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Live at the warehouse. Come see us, 1967 South, 300 West. At the end of the day today, Eddie Money, who unfortunately passed away at the age of 70. It brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets to get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Let's uh, continue on with Gordon's list. Gordon? All right, college football, Utah, Idaho State. We mentioned it before, but come on now, Jake. I'm telling you. I've been carrying this theme on all week, and I'm going to continue on with it. All right, you ready? Utah could show up with bowling shoes on and win this game. Utah would have to could have to run backwards and win. Utah could skip breakfast and win. Utah could have they could have to have dogs on a leash, each one of them, all over the field and win. Utah could have to carry bowling balls in their hands. And win. Utah could have to count one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi before rushing the quarterback and win. This is not an even match. Do they have to say Mississippi? (laughs) Uh, You don't have to spell Mississippi with one I. Do you know that joke? Hmm. It's the oldest joke in the world. Let's hear it. How do you spell Mississippi with one I? How? Shut your eyes. Shut one of your eyes. Oh, and it's then spell it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, point. Did you used to do that when you were a kid? Play those games where uh, you know there was weren't any offensive linemen, and so you had to stand there and count. Uh huh. Did you do one Mississippi, or did you do one something else? Uh, we did Mississippi or Alligator. That was another one. Alligator. Uh huh. All right. Well, it, it, this is a game that uh, yeah everyone knows that Utah's going to win it. It's just a matter of by how much. And do you let me ask the question then this way? Does Utah benefit by going all in on this game and winning by as many points as it can? Would that help prepare it for USC the following Friday, or is it better for Utah to get a lead and then uh, then park everybody, park all the starters at halftime? Well, I think parking the starters is is probably a pretty good idea. Uh, just as rested as you can going into USC, I think is is probably something. But uh, I would say when the you you want to get some work with those starters though, and and maybe go in make it. I don't want to be so disrespectful as to call it a scrimmage, but kind of treat it that way, where mm-hmm. you, you've got some stuff that you need some live action work on, and you want to get to get it on tape. You know, roll it out against Idaho State and see how it goes. But I I would say after half. You know, maybe have a starter start the second half and then kind of slowly maybe one drive work everybody out. Yeah, probably. It depends on how how far ahead they are. Obviously, if the game is in question, which I would I just can't even imagine, but if it is, uh, then obviously you have to keep your guys in there. But it's an interesting question about what is the best way to utilize a game like this. Is it to get work? Or is it just to get ahead and, and get out? No, I think you can get some work done. I think they should get some work done. Okay. Uh, in, in fact, and I would guess that their their slow first half against Northern Illinois, they were probably throwing some stuff against the wall, seeing what stuck. You know, it was part of probably part of the reason it wasn't the prettiest half of football in the world because they were probably trying some stuff. Hmm. They'll probably try some stuff against Idaho State. I don't expect the game to ever really be. Um, in doubt in any sort of way, but I'll, I'll tell you one thing: I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see Tyler Huntley work downfield a little bit. Hmm. 
see that accuracy downfield a little bit. Work and I that. know that he's hit some of those passes this year before uh-huh. the, the you Twitter mob doesn't need to get after me. But if there's one thing that I think they're going to need that, that they should work on a little bit, downfield work from Tyler Huntley. How much do you want to work on and uh, at simultaneously reveal to USC? Because they're going to look at what you're doing, obviously. I'll bet you uh, USC got a lot of mileage out of uh, that Utah-BYU season opener because obviously they're playing both of these teams, and that way you can uh, do double duty. Yeah, but Utah's been pretty vanilla for their first two games. And I don't expect them to pull out any of the bells and whistles. I mean, they're not going to fake a punt or something like that and put that on film. Do you think think that Andy Ludwig has been easing his offense into – uh, his playbook and is taking it one step at a time, just nice and easy. Yeah, but the, if you remember, especially back in Andy's old offenses, Andy's a he's a, a setup guy. And if you talk to anybody who's played for him, Andy likes to set stuff up, stuff mm-hmm. up for later on. So if he's going to run something that's tricky, it's disguised as something that they run all the time. So he hasn't done any of really. We haven't seen any of those kind of tricky plays. I mean, everybody was complaining about the reverse, you know, years ago, the reverse oh, yeah. on third and one or whatever mm-hmm. it was, and it didn't work, right? But he was setting that he was setting that up all game long and pulled out those tricky plays when he thinks he needed it the most. I don't think we're going to see any of the, the tricky stuff, but I think the basics, yeah, that we've seen so far, I think we're going to see that some more. One of the reasons it's hard to pick a score in a game like that is when does Kyle Whittingham decide to take his foot off the accelerator? Right. And it could be at any time. I mean, they Utah could win this game 72-0. to zero. They won't, though. Uh, they won't. They'll be in the 40s, I bet. You think it'll be about there? Yeah. And then what do you do? Just run the football the rest of the game, run the clock down and get out? Yeah, get some guys some reps. Throw in some freshmen that you're planning on redshirting. Get them some yeah. work because they can play up to four games now. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll get to more of Gordon's List coming up right around the corner. Don't forget Jordan Pendleton is uh, going to join us at 4.30. Hopefully Hans Olsen will be with us in the top 5 o'clock hour. Uh, we are live here from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West, drop by and see us. We're straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Your feelings about the Team USA basketball team. When you look at how many NBA stars did not participate, you have to weight it with that in mind. They should have at least been meddling in this thing, even given the talents that didn't play for Team USA. But I'm not losing sleep over it. No. I don't suddenly uh, decide to boycott the NBA season because FIBA. I really didn't care. Oh, I was like, you had your best players not out there playing. You are that close to the season with training camp getting going. There's bigger things for them to focus on. As I look at it, I'm not like, I'm ashamed of USA basketball. (laughs) No. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is the big show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 
show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We are live at The Warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West, right here in Salt Lake City. Drop by. We have plenty of jazz here for you. We're giving away Utah-Idaho State tickets, so uh, we have three pair of those. So come get your name in the hopper. We're still going to give out KISS tickets, even though there's some doubt on when the show is going to be. We'll still give out the tickets, and when they reschedule, I'm sure they'll still be good. Yeah, it all works. But price is so low here at the warehouse, it will absolutely blow your mind. All right, Gordo, let's uh, continue on with the list, shall we? How's everyone feel about Spain beating Australia and Argentina beating France for those two to meet in the World Cup final? Anybody ticked off? Team USA nowhere in sight. Isn't basketball America's sport? Uh, yeah, although it wasn't, what's his name, Canadian? Who? Naismith? Was he? Yep. Pretty sure. Well, I... So it's actually Canada's sport. It just, when you you hear some of the talk over there, it's kind of like some of these national teams are getting a little full of themselves, you know, putting down America. Well, they beat America. They finished better than the United States. Well, isn't it about time that the U.S. gets its stuff back together and goes and takes care of its business? What do you mean, isn't it about time? They just lost yesterday. (laughs) I mean, it's funny how you don't really really care one way or the other until something's taken away. Then you think, wait a minute, this isn't right. This isn't the way it should be. This isn't the natural order. I was pulling for Australia. I would have liked to see them in the finals. Or, or France, pulling for Rudy a little bit. But um, Andrew Bogut is not happy. I he, saw his quote, yeah. which made no sense, by the way. He uh, he thinks that the uh, Australians got jobbed. And uh, if it's the foul, if it's the play, I think it was. It didn't really look like there was much of a foul there. But he was essentially saying that FIBA is every bit as corrupt as uh, what a lot of people think FIFA is. But did you see his exact quote? It didn't make any sense. Oh, well, that's because, yeah, he said, go and see. He said, quote. Go and see where FIBA is headquartered. He said, quote, Google where the headquarters of bleepin' FIBA is. It's a bleepin' disgrace. So if you Google the headquarters of FIBA, do you it's know in Switzerland. it's in Mies? M-I-E-S? How do you pronounce that? I don't know. Mies? Switzerland. Yeah. So what's he what's he implying there? I don't, it's not I, Spain. I don't know. It's Switzerland. Beats me. Is he taking a shot at the Swiss? <laughs> I I think he got his geography mixed Is up. Is Switzerland a bastion for corruption? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Isn't there like money laundering that goes on over there in those Swiss banks and all that stuff? Is that what he's no? Is that what I, he's I, implying? I, I think he was just mistaken. I don't know. I'm not quite sure what he was getting at there, but uh, do you do you trust these international organizations? No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. So he, even though he misplaced his geography, he may be right. Have you? I mean, read into the aftermath some of the the stuff that's finally coming out about the Rio Olympics, and uh, I mean, it's just. Corrupt is the word. Corrupt. Uh, uh, FIFA made um, uh, South Africa putting put a dying Nelson Mandela on a plane just to grease the wheels and meet one of the decision makers uh, for where the World Cup was going to be located. Mm. They even told him they said, "No, this dude is really you know Nelson Mandela is not in good shape. He should not be traveling." And they're like, "Well, do you want the World Cup or not?" 
Why would they I do mean, that? I mean, how horrible is that? that? Is. Uh, I don't like that. And the the problem with the Rio Olympics, and that's the Olympic Committee different things, is that they, they really couldn't afford to be bribing anybody. And I suppose it's not necessarily a function of an international problem as much as it is sort of a universal problem. Well, Because heavens knows there's no corruption that goes on in the U.S. of A., right? Well, I, I think it gets back to the, the power discussion that you were bringing up earlier in the show. Like, if you have this power, how do you use it? Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people don't use it well. You see the president of Real Madrid... Wants his team to play in the NBA. Apparently, he tried to get them in the NBA earlier. Do you think there's going to be a European conference of the NBA in the future? I think it'd be cool. Is is basketball to the point where it's popular enough up Seems over like there? Seems to... popular. It's growing. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not soccer yet, but um, I think it would be cool. All right. And uh, one last thing for this segment. Did you see the getup that Cam Newton was wearing uh, on his head with that scarf thing with the sunglasses? I, I, I Look, I, I'm an open-minded person. I think anybody pretty much can wear whatever they want. But is that is that what is that okay? I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I wore a scarf in to do the show on my head, how do you think you would react to that? We'd probably tease you a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, you've you've worn some stuff to the show that that you know begs to be teased, and we haven't teased you. And I hey, I'm a unique dresser myself, so I'm, I try not to judge when it comes to these sorts of things. I'll judge his play on the field, though. When did he turn into hot stink? I mean, he is just dreadful now. Yeah, he's remember the year blaming that, everybody else when uh, he uh, isn't exactly on top of everything. Remember the year that the Panthers went to the Super Bowl? What was that three years ago, two years ago? Something like when that. When they lost to the, the Donks? Uh, he was awesome that year. And he has been just dreadful since. And let me ask you this. I was, I was running this by Austin and Austin earlier in the show. Don't you think he kind of deserves it because in the Super Remember in the Super Bowl when he wouldn't dive on the fumble? Yeah. When he wouldn't dive on that football? Mm-hmm. When he pulled up? And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I'm not. What, it reminds me of Major League. What do you want me to do? Dive for it? <laughs> it's out of my reach. You know, you, what do you want me to do? Dive for it? Year after this, I go free agent. Plus, my agent and I got a couple of plans for life after ball. So I'm not about to risk major injury or to face this property for a collection of stiffs. <laughs> I'm not going to risk this property for the Super Bowl. I'm I got gonna, a scarf to wear. Dive on it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What? I got a. These fancy hats won't wear themselves. <laughs> right. If I get hurt, how, are we, how am I going to change the fashion world? I'm not going to dive on the ball in the Super Bowl. Come on. Are, are we to the point now where where men can pretty much wear and women can wear whatever they want? Is I mean, is that is that a, is that progress? Is that a good thing? Because when I saw him with the scarf, and it was it looked like something out of I Love Lucy or something, you know? It did. I mean, <laughs> I'm just uh, I mean, Russell Westbrook first. You know, he starts wearing all the, the goofy stuff he's wearing. And now, and now Cam Newton, and I'm just wondering: Is it okay? Are we to that point now where anything goes? I mean, can I wear? Could I wear like a a skirt and a feather boa if I wanted to? I mean, as long as you're covered up, but don't expect us <laughs> yeah, to not say not, anything. We're not to anything goes. Uh, I I don't know. Like, 
what 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 what's the rule? Is there a dress code anymore? As I far as I love it how I it tried to actually make a have a football conversation. You just drag <laughs> us right back to the start. Well, was, I was, don't care what Cam Newton's wearing. What difference does it make? I'm that, glad that, he's comfortable enough with his own self that he that, can wear that, whatever he well, wants. That, that I don't care. That didn't catch your attention. Of course that it didn't did, make but that's, you, his, did that's his take. point. He wants to catch your attention. That's that's actually the whole point of fashion, period. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to end up with a grass skirt and a coconut bra. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, back in the day when, when bell bottoms first came out, you know, that was like some sort of radical thing. And people thought, oh, you know, but, you know, I mean, there are certain things that, that just take a little time to get used to. And I just wonder if. If you and I, I have you ever be, seen me what, in a dress? <laughs> We're gonna be wearing feather boas here pretty soon, and and just call it normal. Well, I mean, I'm talking to the guy who wears socks with sandals. What do you want from me? What was the last time you saw me with socks? Like last sandals? week. B.S. I like a well-dressed true. man. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we. If anybody wants to uh, do the open mic on that, you know, I mean, would you feel comfortable wearing? Uh, you know, those of you who are who are men, would you feel comfortable wearing a woman's blouse? You know, and those of you who are women, would you feel comfortable wearing? Uh, I don't know what some guys wear. You know, a jock strap or something like that. Okay. <laughs> it's all fun and games until even... the jock strap gets brought up. And I don't even think athletes wear jock straps anymore. Not since off like, three. Th- yeah, it's not even a thing anymore. Well, what, what do they wear? Uh, those compression shorts are. Uh, it keeps are, everything packed in there. Yeah, right? they're kind of a big deal. <laughs> these days, yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta keep. You know. <laughs> what year is this? It, you, you know, it's constantly 1958 in Gordon's world. <laughs> oh, brother. All right, All right. Uh, we are live in the warehouse, 1967 South. Beans. Three hundred <laughs> West. Tom is with us uh, once again. Tom. Hi, Tom. Uh, I almost forget Austin's there until those awful. Awful little Drops. sounds that he drops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what he's very Austin, good. Austin, that is very bad. I am bad. But very good at the same time. Keep it coming, Austin. It is. It makes it me is. laugh, especially it, is. it helps us. I do smile. have a smile on my face, Austin, even though you still haven't come to visit me. What was the last time, Tom, you had a grass skirt on? Uh, in a while, I bet. I, in high school, my <laughs> sophomore year, we picked pineapple for a month in Hawaii. Oh, did we'd you? get rich. Uh-huh. I think we made 300 bucks in the whole summer, but we had fun. Yeah, and we, we wore grass skirts to some hula to try to chase some girls. But <laughs> So there work? you go. That was the last time. <laughs> I married a girl from East High, so it probably did not work. Okay. Media Day. That's today. We're back at it. Yep. Announcing the Orem store is really going to open next Friday. And... We have deals starting today. We're going to honor them right here. And I've had the best deal that I've ever had on an adjustable bed set that we've done right here, and we sold out of them. I've got to tell you, I've got 24 bases, which means I'm doing 12 sets. If you want one, today or tomorrow would be your best shot to get one. And it is a head-up, foot-up, adjustable bed. If you have any issues and you've been wanting it, health issues, uh, if you've got diabetes, you need to elevate your feet. If you your doctor has said you need zero gravity to take some pressure off your heart. If you snore or have acid reflux, we need to raise your head up. This solves 
every problem. I've got a Cal King set with Sealy gel infused mattresses. This setup right here, I put it up just because you guys were coming today. Nice. We're going to do it for $15.99 for everything. But I'm going to make it one step better. And I've never done this. Never. All right. I'm going to give you a California King bed. That is headboard, footboard, and rails. I've got five to choose from. So this base isn't really a bed. Right. A lot of people, just because they can spend two grand on a bed, they just put it up next to their sheetrock and call that their headboard. I've got a bed that for 200 bucks, 1799, I'll do a bed included. If race were here, he'd yell, "You can't do that, Tom." I've got race in Orem because I'm tired of hearing that race. I can do whatever I want. That's amazing. It what is. A deal. California King sets. I've also got uh, We Are the Leader, not even close. I've got a lot of people chasing us on this. There's the billboards on I-15. I've counted from Brigham City to Nephi. There's seven of them that say adjustable queen bed with mattress, six ninety nine. The warehouse... Salt Lake and next Friday in Orem, only four ninety nine. Adjustable beds are the only way to go. If you need to take pressure off your spine, you can adjust it infinitely to where it fits you. If you watch TV in bed, if you read in bed, if you work on your laptop in bed, it changes your life. Come and see us. We'll be here tonight till seven, tomorrow ten to seven. And we'll honor this deal uh before the grand opening, Salt Lake for three days only then i've got to pull the inventory to do it for the grand opening but we wanted to get a little bit of media day excitement i like it hyping it a little bit so come and see us 1967 south 300 west the warehouse boom come and see us we'll have we have jazz gear for you as well uh and enter to win those ute tickets stay tuned more next 97.5 and 1280 the zone this, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. David Locke, play-by-play voice of the Utah Jazz. I saw you were trying to sell some Gobert State on Twitter. You said, I'm not doing it just defensively. I'm selling some of this offensively, too. My real estate on Gobert Island, I mean, I've got a palatial estate. <laughs> I have had great acreage on Gobert Island as a top-ten player in the NBA. You know, we have great space, and I have super views, and there's no construction. And I go to the coffee shop on Gobert Island. There's very few other people on it with me who believe he's a top-ten player in the but it is at times lonely, and I frankly need to make some more money. So I'm willing to parcel off some pieces of my land. But it'll be nice when I go to the coffee shop and have some more people around to talk to. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.